keys are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. It's time to talk about Samson Ebucom. Ebubomb? Ebubomb, because he's set to explode. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, look, Ant and I, big fans of Samson Ebubomb, Ebucom, however you want to say. Abukum! Doesn't matter how you like to, to go there with your announcement. Yeah, yeah, shout outs to Jay. Uh, no matter how which way you go with this, Samson Ebucom is a guy who is hot and cold with some 49ers fans. There's some that love him. There's some that wanted him gone this offseason to free up cap space to be able to do other things. Regardless how you spin it, how you look at it, he is on the San Francisco 49ers ant, and he is set to have a big, huge, massive, gigantic year because last year he came in and was supposed to be a situational sort of pass rusher guy, and then the whole D Ford situation kind of occurs and happens, and you don't really know what you're going to do with him. Yeah. And he goes from situational guy who's supposed to start, maybe just be a two-down guy, move on the interior, to developing into one of the better pass rushers in defensive ends for the 49ers and being the guy opposite of Nick Bosa. A lot of guys said, hey, go out and draft yourself a pass rusher to be the the guy next to opposite Bosa on the other side, maybe you already have him in Samson Ebicom. Yeah, what's really nice about Samson Ebicom is the measurables, you know, just light up the screen. I mean, the guy is fast. The guy can move. And we knew that when he came from the Rams. The 49ers got themselves an athlete, someone that was going to be able to provide an edge presence as far as in the pass uh, rush game because of his ability to get up the field really fast. I mean, that's what you want from an edge guy. And they we're looking to potentially move on from D4. Now, Samson Ebucom is not D4, so let's not get that in our minds. And one thing that was interesting, when he had his press conference and he was talking at, after uh, minicamps, he said that he had some problems with his hand placement. He had problems with his pass rush moves. Those were things he was working on. And actually went into the preseason a little bit in preparation for this video and watched some of the things he did. And absolutely, the preseason is abysmal as far as hand placement, the way he's handling pass rush. Uh, a lot of times he's running in just full speed, just at a guy. He looks like more like a blitzing linebacker than he does an edge presence in the pass game. And... As the season went on, you saw that progressively get better and better and better. And Samson Ebicom started putting things together. And you can see Chris Caserica was feeling more comfortable with him. But part of Ebicom's game that developed early was being able to stop the run, being able to set the edge. And that wasn't the thought. We thought he was going to be able to get after the passer, more of a situational guy. And then he would develop the other. So it changed the way he was able to go. Now, the one thing that's interesting, Alex, down the stretch, Samson Ebicom, Eight sacks in 31 pressures. Uh, that is, that's the way you handle the end of the regular season and through the playoffs. That's really close to what Nick Bosa did. Nick Bosa, nine sacks, 38 pressures. You mean to tell me that by the end of the season, Samson Ebucom was getting at, after, at, to, whatever you want to, whatever verbiage, phraseology you want to use, and was finishing plays with as many sacks, almost as many sacks as Nick Bosa on less pressures? Is that... Is yeah. that where you're... My goodness gracious. And that is absolutely insane. And TCC, look... What what Ant said towards the end there, not the last that he dropped on you, but the edge rush setting and being able to slow down, stop the run from the edge rusher spot for Samson become is one of the biggest factors in why he's set to explode this upcoming season because teams could not run the ball against the San Francisco 49ers. They really couldn't. And when you were able to stifle a team and put them in long situations, then you know what's coming. They're passing or they're running draws. They're doing things that you can take advantage of as a defense and as a front four especially. 
that's not why he's set to explode. He's set to explode because of what he's got outside around him now. Traverius Ward, Jimmy Ward's elevation, hopefully a healthy Jason Verrett to pair with Emmanuel Mosley. Hopefully the continual growth of Talano Hufanga plus the addition of all three linebackers instead of just having two like we had this past season yeah. for him. All points to Samson Ebicom being able to do things at an extremely high level. Not to mention the fact, Anthony, he's got depth and rotation all across the board, which means they're going to be able to throw him on the interior as well at times and him have success from that spot, as well as just being able to be healthier and more energy and fresher legs by the time we get to the end of the season because of how many guys can rotate in with him. Samson Ebicom is not just about to put together a good season, a solid season, and he may put together one of the better edge-rushing seasons opposite of Nick Bosa that we've ever seen. Yeah, and I think one of the things that's going to help him is the fact that Eric Armstead moved inside. True. Uh, as soon as Eric Armstead moved inside, it completely changed his 49ers defense, and especially the defensive line, because he was in there and he helped stop the run. But what it also did was create opportunities for the offensive line to have to slide protect towards Armstead, towards Bosa. And Ebucom talked about that in this press conference as well. Hey, keep sliding down that way and let me go one-on-one. -on -one. And that is what happened with Arden Key and Samson Ebucom is they got a lot of one-on-one -on -one matchups and they won. They used some twists. They just rushed uh, straight up. But everything that they were doing was helping them because they had those one-on-one -on -one matchups. So Nick Bosa is going to be a big part of the reason him and Arm said why Samson Ebicom is set to explode. What you saw at the end of the season from Ebicom is going to happen the entire year now because now he's had that development in the pass rush game. His hands are better. His moves are better. And also the situations he's going against are better for him. And the fact that they can put another really good pass rusher next to him on all those uh, you know, third and long situations is good for the 49ers. Stopping the run is going to make it easier for Ebicom on third down. You brought up the rotation. That means when we get in late in the game, Samson Ebicom's healthy and able to get after it. That's not just going to help him, but that's going to help Bosa as well. Ebucom is going to have a big year. I think a lot of people thought it was going to be last year. I was one of those. I thought Ebucom was going to come in and explode onto the scene. It was a little bit more tempered, but as we got to the end of the year, he showed up. I think he shows up in a big way right from the beginning this year. Look, I, I think what we saw from him at the end of the season is what we were hoping to see start to finish, especially in the pass rushing category. Yeah. You didn't, but you did see it on the run side of the football. Um, you did see him scraping down the line when plays and stretches were going opposite direction of him and make him making the play. Guys are trying to wait and open, wait for the zone, the, the hole to open versus the zone run scheme and then cut up field. And Ebicom was there to close that down. Ebicom was also there just to scrape down the line of scrimmage, set that edge, force guys back into the play. And if not make the tackle himself, uh, force them right back to your linebackers who were playing extremely well. And Aziz Al-Shair coming flying downhill a lot of the times in space. I remember specifically a fourth and one last year and inches. And Samson Ebicom and DJ Jones is specifically are the two that really squeeze down the line. And Ebicom is the first guy to come through and make contact. Bosa then comes around and starts grabbing at guys. And then Fred comes and cleans some stuff up in the middle. It's like, man, these guys are playing together at an extremely high level and executing the way that they need to. Uh, it starts with your interior presence, and you're going to have hopefully a healthier Javon Kinlaw and looking better than he ever has to go along and pair him on those early downs. I think the sky's the limit in terms of what Ebicom could, could do this year. And, and in all honesty, the reality is, is if he puts together the season we think he can have, there's a good chance you won't see Samson Heavy come back in San Francisco because he could price himself out. Yeah, I think so. And I'm actually hoping that he does have that kind of season. Same. I think if he has that kind of season, this 49ers defense is going to be pretty much unstoppable. I think they're going to get after everyone uh, because that would mean that they have a formidable force opposite of Nick Bosa. And that's what we've been all wanting. You know, since D Ford in 2019, we really haven't had that guy opposite of Nick Bosa. That was a threat to get to the quarterback every single play. Hopefully, Ebucom can become that guy. I think he can. I think that's why he's set to explode this year. 
But you know, all the things you talked about with him being in the run game is also something that's going to be nice when we're going against these athletic, versatile quarterbacks. You want to try to get outside the pocket? That's okay. Samson Ebicom can run you down. Uh, Samson Ebicom can also squeeze you know, these plays against the zone blocking scheme and be able to get down. But when it's required, he can run down the line of scrimmage and catch a running back. Those are things that we can't see from like a Kerry Hyder, for instance. He's not able to do those things. So Ebicom has advantages to him, uh, not just in the pass game, but the run game. But I think the pass game is where you're going to see the uptick. I think the run game will get a little bit better, but he played so well at the end of the year setting the edge that I think getting after the quarterback is where you're going to see the absolute explosion. And if he nears double-digit sacks, you're right. He's going to get himself one heck of a contract during the offseason. I just don't know if the 49ers would be able to afford paying him that amount of money. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how high the salary cap ends up actually going, Ant, and then how the Niners could potentially work some things around. I look, am I going to sit here and say it's impossible? No, it's not impossible. There is a world in which the Niners can re-sign both him and Nick Bosa and just kind of alterate the years where each guy's getting paid obscene amounts of money. I mean, you can, you can do that. It's not the end of the world. Um, but you only have so many of those guys on your roster, and you have a handful of them already, whether that's George Kittle, whether that's Fred Warner, and uh, whether that's Eric Armstead getting paid a lot of money as well. There's a lot of names already in San Francisco getting paid nice chunks of money. Debo will be one of those guys very soon as well. So at some point, you know, something's going to have to break, something's going to have to give. Hopefully you can keep Samson Ebby coming around, Ant, because if he continues to develop the way that we've seen already from him, that that pairing, him, Bosa, and Armstead, those three right there on the front is dangerous. Yeah, it really is. You know, and they could already have his heir apparent with Drake Jackson. Very true. Uh, Jackson could be that guy, but right now he hasn't developed. And Ebicom is farther along in the process. Ebicom is still young. Uh, he's a he's a guy that I'm sure they would value. This is going to be something fun to watch as we get through the season is how young Drake Jackson, you know, improves. And if Drake Jackson improves at a rapid pace, he could be the answer behind Samson Ebicom sure. to step in. But I would love to see Samson Ebicom establish himself as one of the big-time defensive ends you know, in this league and come back to the 49ers on a modest contract. I don't know how modest it's going to be because I like to see all my guys get paid, and I like to see Ebicom get paid. And he's already getting a pretty good chunk from the 49ers. It's a nice, it's a nice amount of money. Yeah, he's making a nice amount of money. Uh, Eric Armstead is going to be coming up in a couple years. Maybe they could work it out to where Ebicom's money goes up as you know, Armstead's money comes down. We'll see. Uh, but I think Ebicom is poised for a big year. I'm hoping he gets near the 10 sack margin. I'm hoping it's eight to 10 sacks this year. I think if he has that sort of performance opposite of Nick Bosa, this 49ers defense is going to be tough against the pass because on the back end, like you talked about earlier with Ward and those guys, they've definitely done a good job of making it a little bit easier for Ebicom. All those hurries, all those hits could turn into sacks this year. Look, yeah, he had eight in 31 towards the end of end of last season through the playoffs. Yeah. So it's not crazy to believe Ant, that in a 17 week season, he can't do more than that. If you're going to sit here and tell me right now that he's only going to rack up 31 pressures in 17 games, I'd call you crazy. There's no way that's going to happen. He's going to be at least putting four to seven on a quarterback per game. I would imagine that's going to get you there in a hurry. Yeah, I think so. I think the sack numbers are going to go up. The hurries are going to go up. And overall, that's going to help the secondary as well because we're probably going to get some quarterbacks forcing the football, which is going to create turnovers. Uh, so this is one of those things that's going to be fun to watch. It's what they work together. You know what I mean? That defensive line helps that secondary, and that secondary helps the defensive line. When they work in concert like that, and you already have probably the best linebacker group in the entire NFL, 
it's going to make for a very tough defense to get after because every single one of those guys is going to help each other. And I think that's what helps, you know, start to provide guys to have pro bowl season. That's how you see like teams have multiple pro bowlers in one year because they all work together. And then everyone's game is set to go off. And I think Ed becomes game is going to set to go off because this linebacker group in secondary may be the best we've seen in San Francisco for a long time. Very, very accurate, but cutback crew, let us know what you think down below in the comment section right now. Is the Ebu bomb a ticking time bomb waiting to explode, go off, and propel this defense and this front four, Ant, to heights unseen from this team and from this, this group in, in the last three or four years? Or is this a dud, and we're just dead wrong on this? Ebucom isn't going to explode, Ant. He's not going to be doing anything because Drake Jackson is the guy who's going to take over that job, or someone else maybe on this front. Maybe you feel Ebucom is expendable. If so, let us know in the comment section down below. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about this. And while you're down there, don't forget to like and subscribe if you haven't already. Help us get to 3K today. Ed Becom's going to have the best season of his career. I love it. I, I really do think so. As long as he's healthy, he's going to have the best season of his career. And I think he's going to explode this year. So I'm excited about his uh, potential and the opportunity for him to rush opposite Nick Bosa. And yeah, keep slide protecting everyone towards Bosa and Armstead. And that'll that'll help Ed Becom. And if Ed Becom actually becomes formidable enough to where they have to send a double team or chip him, uh, good luck because that means arms has probably matched up one-on-one -on -one with a guard and that means either that guard's getting picked up and thrown into the quarterback or he's going to get absolutely made to look to look stupid with a nice swim move so he is going to be literally standing there punching air and yes. in the backfield. You, you know it's going to happen because that's a mismatch so all these guys go to help each other it's nice when you have three formidable pass rushers and the 40 49ers might just have that and with their ability to move somebody else in on the Arden key role that means one-on-one -on -one matchups for our guy, Samson Ebicom. You are correct, Ant. The gold rush back in full effect. And uh, your your slip up there tells you what you think about the 49ers. The 40 miters, Ant. The 40, 40 miters. Miners, yeah. They are mighty. This is a mighty group. This is a strong group. And Samson Ebicom, one of the strengths of this group. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see how big that explosion ends up being. But cutback crew, until the next one, stay safe. Remember the right way. Is, is always the 49ers, 49ers way.